0: Hey everyone, what's up? It's going to be back in the podcast realm, bro. Um, my guest today is my brother, Cameron Murray. Yeah, yeah. Cameron is a musician, singer-songwriter, and his approach is one that comes from a very conscious and progressive, open-minded, forward-thinking kind of perspective, and it comes through in his music. And this is one of the reasons why I wanted to share one of our conversations with you guys. What's up, brother? How you doing?
1: What's up, man? We're doing well. Crushing it. What's up? Wow. We're just getting in the zone, aren't we? Yeah, man. Well, I think we're there. I'm yeah. there now.
0: Can you give a shout out to um, Herbal Fix? Fuck, man. <laughs> Dude, these fucking drinks, bro. So just so everyone knows, what we've done before we started this podcast today is there's these drinks by these um, these homeboys called Herbal Fix, and um, there's all different categories, right? So there's there's one that's like, it's love, supposedly, and um, love contains a unique herbal blend coupled with vitamins and minerals which are known to stimulate your sensitive blood flows and intimate desires. It wasn't probably exactly what I was looking for for today, like for this realm, but the flavor of dragon fruit and strawberry is delicious, and uh, the one you got was... um focus, which is probably more appropriate for what we're doing. So it contains amla. We've got How do you say that, man? Go to kola, ginkgo biloba, Siberian ginseng and green tea. It's a passion fruit flavor. Herbal fix. Contains a unique herbal blend coupled with vitamins and minerals specifically formulated for moments of focus and thought. That's what I needed.
1: Wow. So that's the one that you've had. You got it, though. I did get it. I think I got the relaxed one. No, man. The relaxed one? I that's think another it, one. That's another one. So these
0: guys do these little delicious little herbal soft drinks man but they're all good shit sweetened with uh, I think stevia yeah so it's all good how are you enjoying it man
1: well stevia stevia isn't it I guess I'm enjoying the pash you like the flavour
0: yeah mm. look man it beats coffee or anything else it's good stuff but um just before we started this you were talking about some dude who uh, was playing really big with you know, what were you saying with his ideas? And you said something really interesting about how people were coming to him and he was like, It doesn't work with his ideas. What what were you actually talking about? He was some he was some inventory guy. Cause we sort of came into this with this uh, theme of wanting to invent something, and then you brought that up, and then I sort of um the whole process of starting the recording kind of interrupted it, so
1: Right, right. Well, I was just talking about a Bro Hawk called Paul, and he was up to a big game and his game involved having a lot of people helping him who said that they would help him, who were committed to that, but he was really the one carrying the project. So whenever stuff came up for people where they you know, didn't turn up or they didn't produce a result, instead of just saying something rude because he was pissed off, he would just say with a lot of energy, it doesn't work, it doesn't work and it's just all about workability it's like okay yeah we're doing something and either it's working or it's not working those are the two ways that it can be going and if it's not working you just got to assess what's going on so he was super stoked and really good at doing that so workability is how he defines how the process of something is going
0: Like it's either working or it's not and yeah. people were letting him down in the sense where things weren't working out Yeah.
1: and who was this guy? Uh, he's a legend called Paul okay yeah gotcha interesting man yeah yeah bro well
0: bro i want to jump into a little bit about some things that have been in my mind about you because i think when we first met i said to you about your music how i'm not like i wouldn't say that i'm in the music realm or i've been involved in that or or even just around that really much at all but one thing I have noticed is that I enjoy it. And when I listen to your music and I've seen you play, one thing I noticed was that for me, oftentimes I don't really tune in too much to the lyrics of songs. I don't necessarily like get that click moment about like where the artist is coming from when they're producing music, singing a song. And I don't necessarily have that, that, that like immediate connection to like, oh, that's what this person's talking about. And, and that I usually just vibe off of the tune or the, like, um, you would call it like the tune of a song. But with your music, it was the first time when I heard you play something and sing that the lyrics that you were, that you were singing and, like, what you were speaking and verbalising through your song, the message was really clear to me. And I wondered, it stood out to me, like, there's something different that you're doing that makes that happen because there's so many people making music where I'm sure it's all really good. But for me, there was just something different about how you delivered what you do and, yeah, the delivery of your music and the words, and they hit me in a certain way. And I'm just wondering if you've got any idea, like... Tell us about what that is, man Like what is it that that bridges this connection for you between what goes on in your mind like being the kind of conscious progressive thinking person you are and how that plays out in your music
1: okay, yeah, so I guess for me the the sound, the melody, the music aspect is something that's distinctly different than the actual lyrics, like the lyrics for me are kind of products of things that I've come to, whether that's like a lesson that I've learned, or a realization that I've had, or life experience that can kind of be really concisely described with language. And that's kind of stuff that just, you know, that's me living my life. And then for me, like the music, the musical and the melody side of things is for me a direct connection to my feeling. So like for me feeling, is most palpable through listening to music. And therefore for me, playing guitar and singing is like my access to feeling and generating feeling. Um, and so the process of actually having music and melody merge with, um, with lyrical content or with words is something that's really, um, it's really intuitive and it's really unpredictable um, and almost like I couldn't force it. So with the songwriting, it's, it's a bit of a miracle how it actually act- ends up happening because I've never really been able to sit down and write a song. It's always been like a merging of my life experience that like intuitively comes into my mind as a lyric and it may only be like a couple words and I'll let those couple words hang out for a while. And then it's not until there's something that I'm playing on the guitar that I'm enjoying the feeling of, that I see the possibility of the words coming, and then the music being a part of that. Wow, <laughs> so music
0: feels like literally emerging of thoughts and feelings. Like you have the mental, you said you have something pop into your mind, which is like maybe a learning or something that happened in in your life where it's like come to you and that's that's there as a thought and it exists mentally and then you find a way to merge that with melody which is the feeling that you have associated with wherever you're at and then you use that to create the one thing being like a song Mm. wow
1: yeah it's not like a straight process it's not super clear the process because for me if you know i haven't read a whole lot of songs but the ones that i have have all come about in different ways
0: I imagine it's not something you can have a really like structured, straight line process with. It's not, it's not, it's the art of creation. So it's not, there's some process to it. It doesn't exist, it just happens organically. Mm. And it's a process of you being in tune with that. That's what it seems like to me. From the outside, from someone who's seen like this in maybe different forms of music or other things, it, it really does appear to be something where there's a state that exists, which you get to access. And when you do, that's what you're talking about with this intuitive piecing together of things you take things that are there and then you merge different like your physical feelings which you then because you're essentially expressing them through the guitar through Mm. the musical sounds that you're creating and then these thoughts and things that are coming to you or like lessons you've had they're the things that tend to uh, inspire like the lyrics for example and you merge them so having some kind of structured process of that doesn't make sense it seems like it's all organic timeline kind of yeah stuff yeah that's yeah. it that's something I'm um, only connected with this year where I um, for a long time I've been trying to reinforce and I think by nature like naturally I'm very mentally uh, stimulated that's the place where I tend to try and create things from um, which of course is your greatest weakness and strength at the same time so for me I've quite often tried to force things you know like have this plan this is how this is going to go it's going to work like this these are going to be the steps it's going to take and um, I was even chatting to Benji about this last night I mentioned this to him and I was saying how sometimes I've found that I'm trying to force something that just is this idea that I've just got fucking attached to in my head Mm -hmm. and have completely cut myself off from the realm of any other possibility taking place Mm -hmm. which sometimes can actually be a bigger and better thing or it can be like down the same path but just off to a slightly different route and what I can see with what you've described about making music is that it's something that maybe for me my natural way of being wouldn't allow me to naturally connect with that so well because I'm trying or I used to try so hard to like yeah. you know structure things and plan them
1: I'm with you in that too I'm, I'm more left brain dominant and that's what we're talking about right so yeah. for me it's like it's a more of a challenge to be being right brained mm. did I say left brain first? you did say left brain yeah. first so for me it's more of a challenge to be right brain in the creative realm because so little of the of the music process is left brain like the lyrics are the only aspect of it but I'm not thinking up the lyrics I'm like allowing them to arise allowing yeah. mm. and one of your songs that you played last night man the right um, I forget the name
0: of the song but right brain right brain is on is like one of the key parts of the yeah would you say the chorus is yeah in the
1: zone is that song in the zone and, and those lyrics came when I was on a boat up at Fraser Island wow and we were sailing around and like seeing the whales as they, that's where they um, give birth up there. And, and it was like, it's an interesting place to be up there. It's quite a beautiful sort of energy up there. It's really interesting. It's no wonder that the whales go up there to hang out. Um, and I felt really in my right brain sort of creative, receptive sort of um, vibe. Yeah, where it's like, you know, you're on a boat. There's nowhere to go. You know, you're not I wasn't driving the boat So I literally had to be You know, whatever happens, you just kind of have to go with it being receptive to what's happening and uh, I connected with that And that really had me be in the zone Because I was available for whatever would arise whether it's something arising within me or arising within the group of the people we were with or What was happening in nature? And those lyrics were rose to you then, like in that? Yeah. Wow. It was actually um, at the end of the couple of days that we were out there, we did like a creative writing exercise. And so I wrote what was then a poem. And then that was what became the song. That evolved into the song? Yeah. That's insane.
0: Yeah. So what I'm really interested in that because what role do you feel, the environment that you're in, So, for example, an environment that's not necessarily an everyday thing, where you're out on a boat, you know, pretty beautiful place like that. What kind of impact do you feel and have you experienced that your environment like that has on your state of being in terms of whether you're in your right or left brain and how receptive you are to to either being like uh, receptive and allowing versus maybe, you know, unreceptive and very, like, very uh, left brain like, just? Mm. The opposite to that, well, do you think the environment plays have you experienced the environment playing a um, a really direct role in that?
1: Yeah, I notice for me the, the my level of nature immersion correlates with my ability to be right brained and receptive, I would say, and but there's also not just like the physical environment, there's also my, my social environment. and mm-hmm. notice when I'm in a, in a space where I feel really free. Obviously that has to do with my what's going on for me on the inside, but sometimes if I'm around really close people, like people who are close to me, or if I'm around people like not many people at all, it's more me. Then I can be less controlling. Less controlling yeah. when they're like less left brain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it
0: makes sense, man, that I've I've experienced the people that you spend time around is, you know, really important, which is actually it's actually brought me to a new level of appreciation of the people in my life because I'm stoked to be around people. You know, I'm a people person who enjoys like connection in that way. Um, I feel more energized like most of the time connecting with people, but it brings you a new level of appreciation for the people that you connect with in that particular way, which is just completely authentic. You're both just in your vibe, doing your thing, and you know, there's specific people where that's a possibility more so than what it is with others based on where they're at and based on how you respond to their, you know, your connection with them. So that thing for me has brought me a new level of appreciation for just people in general because you just, I really identify and I'm really identifying and aware of like, fuck, wow, this, these people, I, I see it as like the tribal thing, you know, like we all have a tribe that we're connected mm. to whether we know it or not. Yeah. And sometimes I see like, even like us meeting was like a, to me it was like a, a step forward in, in, in connecting that those, those tribal connections you know like we were already connected but before we physically met it was like it was just out there you know and then when, we, when you meet someone new and you have that interaction you're like oh I've taken a step forward and you feel like you're growing something and that you're evolving as a human being mm. I think that's really connected to um the people that you have in your immediate life because essentially back however many years ago the people that you were mainly around was your tribe and you were mm-hmm. alive in your tribe for for everything you know for mm-hmm. defending each other in your homeland to for daily survival for protection mm-hmm. for love and connection for fun for creation and yeah. we're just in a society i guess now where that's a little bit more of a process of um, aligning yourself with the environment and the people that you need to um mm-hmm. to move forward yourself as an individual
1: that's it and lucky enough we're people who create intentions <laughs> right <laughs> To,
0: yeah so that's a cool story man the night so the night that we met well, like, we both had we both set like those kind of powerful intentions yeah which sounds um to me it's still like part of my being still thinks it's fucking crazy but i know that it's not to, to go out one night in an environment where you just so how did it happen for you because for me it was i went out and um and we're in uh we're in Burley or in Burley Heads which is the environment that I intended that I, you know, I feel good being there it's a beach nature environment and um, my intention was pretty simple and just going out and just enjoying the vibes and connecting with other people that were like, doing the same thing it wasn't even like I sat down and thought about this fucking intention before I went out it just unfolded that way because of the state of being I was in and then for years it was pretty much the same thing and just like just run into each other almost literally and uh yeah
1: yeah well I did actually have the intention before I went went out because I was like thinking oh what am I doing okay I'm gonna go to Burley and I'm gonna be open to the possibility of making friends because I'm new on the Gold Coast and I wanna have friends so let's do it so i (laughs) went by myself and then Literally, it was mo- for me, it was just a, b- a process of being in touch with my intuition, which is really just, for me, just relaxing and moving when it feels right to move. Like, literally. So I go one place, and then I spend a bit of time there relaxing, and then I feel like it's time to move, and then I'll move. And then I moved to the toilet, and then came out of the toilet, and we were standing right beside each other. It's a strange place to me, but
0: it feels like what you're describing is flow state that's how I would identify with it and that's something that I've only really connected with what that means and what that is in the last few months Mm -hmm. and have started I don't know if implementing is the right word but I I think once you're aware of something then you access it in a different way Mm -hmm. so for me that would be how I would describe to someone or you know like right now how I would describe what was going on for me I was doing the same thing without maybe mentally realising it I was just going places where I felt like you know this is where I just felt like going, man. I was completely in my of having the time. And the intention was to connect with people and to have fun. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. But it only happened because I wasn't trying to structure something. I'm going to go here. and go there. And I'm going to spend that amount of time there. And for me, that's almost, that's the ultimate peace that I've ever experienced so far is being in that state. Mm. And not only is it immediately peaceful in terms of my, um, I guess you would say, like beingness, how I feel in those moments is peaceful and, and energised but then it always leads to cool things like this as well do you find the same thing? cool things like what? like meeting people like you for example or having just having cool experiences connecting with people or doing the things that you enjoy and having like I mean essentially what you went out for was to m- make friends and stuff what do you make friends for? you make friends to make
1: connections and have cool experiences yeah. I find that that happens best when I'm in that state but it's something I have to allow Yeah, I find it only only happens when I'm in that state. Yeah. For me, otherwise, it's like I'm controlling stuff or I'm being specific about what I'm creating, which involves, you know, implementing actions. But you can't implement the action of meeting a person who you don't know yet. Yeah. It just has to happen. Organically. I'll get
0: introduced to um, to this possibility of, uh, like, us existing and sort of being aware of the fact we might not have as much control over our lives as we think we do. Sure, we have the ability to set specific intentions and, and make things happen. There's also a part that exists, and this is something that was introduced to me like, pretty recently in realms of life, that there's an organic timeline that we're existing on. And all of these things, like our meeting and us, for example, we are both like, relocated to the Gold Coast within the last was like a year for me. It's like within the last year. And um, all of these things that we think are choices, like for sure there was an intention to move to the Gold Coast and I made it happen and you probably did the same thing. But bigger picture, they're all part of this organic timeline that we're living on that's playing out in different ways. And we're kind of just like steering ourselves through that and the most efficient and effective way to, to live and achieve the things that actually are meaningful to you and that bring you joy are to access that state where you... You feel like you're just effortlessly flowing through and following some kind of intuitive guidance that mm-hmm. is really hard to define with words. Yeah. And that for me just blew my mind because literally it takes you out of your mind. You're like, fuck. Maybe I can't think up the best ideas and answers to everything.
1: Yeah. Definitely can. <laughs> you definitely like you have to just be them and experience them. Yeah. Because what we don't know is often what is important. otherwise we'd already know it all you know so what would there be to discover if, if what's going to happen that's amazing we already know where, would anything be exciting yeah I don't know I don't think it would no it wouldn't I've
0: lived in that reality where not much is exciting and it's because of the way that I was trying to you know control everything
1: yeah the element of surprise is so important
0: You're a really interesting person, bro. I, I, um, I'm not really sure how to describe it, but it's this blend you have of this, um, first of all, having this, this creative expression to gift through music and, um, just being able to just like look and be a complete fuckwit without even caring about it is, uh, is a
1: talent for sure. Um, it's taken a lot of work. Yeah, I can imagine. I don't, I don't know but it has for you though, man. I feel like it comes <laughs> through really natural. It's taken a lot of work to become natural. It's taken a lot of work to become natural. Yeah, man. A lot of inauthenticities have to be discovered before you can be yourself. Oh, shit.
0: Go on. Like, what? Like, what's been your direct experience with that?
1: Well, just paying attention to, to how I'm being. Like, training myself to be aware of how I'm, how I'm being gives rise to... Ways of being that are actually not true for me. And once I discover something like, you know, being wanting to look good or be cool or be liked, any of those things are just things that are in the way of being your true self, being natural.
0: I have noticed that spending time with you, man, is that you really just don't give a fuck about. I mean I couldn't say you don't give a fuck about how you because it's not like you present yourself in a way where you you look a certain way where you think, oh, this guy just doesn't give a fuck, but it's pretty obvious that you, you just your state of being, generally speaking, is something that um, for people even for me at times, but I've noticed that like out like if you and I go and present ourselves to a, a situation or a place, quite often, you know, with the like odd ones out, you know, like people sort of are. Um, maybe uncomfortable or just not willing to quite meet us where we're at. I wouldn't say that. What I mean. do you mean? You know how you go somewhere and like your state of being is just really intense for some people because they don't... They're like... You know, you say... You'd be like... You walk up to someone and you'd be like... um You just say something really really out there and intense you know you, you just, you're just doing like naturally you you might just be like hey bro like, what's up and even just the, the volume and the way that you speak and the way that you look at people and the way that you fucking you throw the shaka around and maybe stick your tongue out and want to fist bump people like us doing that <laughs> makes people really uncomfortable you reckon okay. yeah <laughs> dude come on man and I just find it interesting because it's really highlighted to me like how much of that I'm like fuck what, to what level am I holding that back within myself you know? mm. or have I been because when you think about it too much, you just end up doing things that are... You're like, okay, how, how much of this is appropriate? It, like, what level of this should I be? You know, it's all bullshit. It's all you're, all... you're measuring it against some imaginary, like, thing that you... Well, not imaginary. This thing
1: that you've made up about what other people believe about you. What other people? Exactly. All of it's in your head until you start being something. It's like, for, for me, I wouldn't even... None of that stuff would be happening if I was thinking about it. I wouldn't be thinking, should I fist pump them? Yes, and then do it. It just arises. Because I'm being fun. How do you be fun? Is it a...
0: I'm not saying that um, I don't understand how to be fun, but for you, like, is there something that you... Has there been a point where you've transitioned from some state of being that you felt was inauthentic to just allowing this fun being as to take over and then be the thing that you experience most
1: often so what are are you asking like what has me what produces the state of being fun yeah part of it would be exercise so working my body will allow me to be closer to that as an opportunity being around people who i feel would be stoked to have fun makes a difference so rolling with you on the streets or other mates who like having fun if you notice like people who don't like having fun probably don't hang out with them because mm. then you're probably not having fun for sure yeah
0: Yeah, it's um I've been through that and then there's like a whole potentially there's a whole guilt process that follows maybe disconnecting yourself or distancing yourself from those people mm. Um. which I've definitely experienced but um again like Everyone comes to you, I think at the perfect time where you meet people mm. and um and it's interesting how we both had to access that state of being to to allow this into our our reality you know where you have you meet another bro who's just on the same page and I think it's inevitable that when you meet someone that you connect with in a way where you know you're both in that you know you're in that realm of like, wanting to go out and, and just explore similar things in the world and have fun and have meaningful connections with it that you're not going to be able to help but evolve a little bit you know into more of yourself mm. and you help each other do that
1: mm-hmm. we get to see it's, we get to see each other and then we get to compare that to ourselves, and then it becomes more easy to be that way if our bro is being that way then it's like oh yeah okay there we
0: so was there a time when you first realised like there's, there's a whole lot of experience that you've had where you've maybe been inauthentic or held yourself back, was there, was there a time where something bridged that from those experiences to this like maybe aha moment where you realised what was important and that you were holding yourself back from having fun, from being yourself authentically or was it been like a sounds like it's been a process for sure
1: definitely a process and a long process with with points of realising it like breakthroughs realising something and then realising oh wow I was actually being that way for the last 30 years actually Wow. you know how do you deal with that? how do you deal with
0: realising something like fuck I've been this way for the last 30 years for example what happens physiologically and emotionally when you have that kind of realization?
1: Uh, tremendous amount of energy. Really. Because what was no, what was not possible that whole time is now possible, because I've now brought my awareness to it and I can create something new in the space of that. So it's, it's an expansion. And is it immediately
0: expansive? Is it some? Is that where it immediately goes to this point? where you are like, cool. Here's an opportunity to expand.
1: Well, I'm, I'm talking about the instance of discovering a blind spot, like something that I don't know that I don't know. And then I bring my awareness to it. It just happens. And then I immediately realize, oh, I was actually being, I was actually being um, shy for my whole life, for example, and not putting my hand up in school and not um, I don't know, going out of my way to make friends with people and, you know, these were all the results of me um, feeling like I wasn't going to be accepted by people who I didn't know. Not being accepted into the group, wow. you know? So when, when, when you discover, okay, an inauthenticity is that people aren't going to like me. With that awareness, my mind goes back in time and is like, oh yeah, well that explains why. In high school, this happened and didn't happen. This explains in university when I was growing up, this happened and this didn't happen, why I wasn't, you know, wasn't on the court, so to speak. And then what's my reaction to the realization is, well, I'm pretty grateful that I realized it. (laughs) It's a choice where to put the focus. You could focus on, damn, I wasted 30 years of not being on the court or I can put my, my focus on what am I going to create now what's possible now as a result
0: so do you think that that's all it comes down to that's, it's a direct choice that you're faced with of focusing on it's a physical choice that you have to focus on like fuck what have I wasted in the past what have I missed out on what could, should, would I have done or what's possible to create now is that as simple
1: as it is? absolutely every single thing that we do is a choice everything physical actions we take and mental actions that we take and any states that, we, that arise it's a choice to allow things so if, you know, if you're not aware of what you're choosing that would be a first step right in order to make some kind of progress
0: being aware of what you're choosing
1: yeah just being aware of what I'm choosing I'm choosing a podcast
0: <laughs> me too it's so cool, man, because even just doing this podcast, man, um, I noticed that my state, even just earlier today, like when I rose today, was, um, was very different to the last maybe few days where you know, I haven't been doing a podcast. And that automatically tells me that the thing that I'm choosing to do is connected to something that's really meaningful, that's really exciting to me, mm. and is, is beneficial. And um, it's really interesting to identify that yeah it is a choice and I personally um to be transparent about it have um have definitely let myself be caught in the past of like fuck you know this podcast uh you know should be bigger I should have done more you know I've um held myself back from possibilities somehow uh, you know and then I've I've had those realisations of of uh kind of where I've tried to implement perfection in things and when something isn't like perfect in my mind then I'm just kind of focused on like fuck it isn't perfect fuck it isn't perfect and it stops me from taking action Mm -hmm. and doing things but what you just explained for me the process is just doing a podcast like doesn't (laughs) you know it's just it's that fucking just doing it just doing it yeah and um yeah I uh I can see how it's definitely a choice it's just something that you you either you're either focusing on like, you know, where the podcast could be by now, or how many podcasts you should have done, um, or you can just focus on what's possible to create now, and that's what I'm doing now. That's mm-hmm. what I did today, and have been like, since we decided about this time, this day, we're going to sit down and do a podcast. Mm-hmm. I've sort of re-entered that realm, being like, it, all the other things that I tried to it comes back to the first thing we spoke about, all the other things in my head of ideas of how I thought this was going to pan out. Mm-hmm. Even to the point of like lining up podcast episodes, you know, and being like, I'm going to speak to this person then and then that doesn't work out and all this, it's all bullshit. Now. It's mm-hmm. all just not allowing yourself to, to be in that flow state and mm-hmm. then letting that stop you from making the choice to create what's possible now. And what was possible now was to do a really cool podcast mm-hmm. and just continue doing mm-hmm. that whenever you want moving forward.
1: Yeah. It's really, it really makes me realize how so often we try and get things right. Yeah, that's what like we try and get it right <laughs> yeah. before it's even started, yeah. And that's it's not actually how things are moving. Like, actually, what's happening is a process of evolution. And if you're not participating in that process, then you're not participating in the process. Mm. You know, you're just in the the realm of um, theorizing yeah. about participating in the process. Like, I'll participate in the process when I have. X, Y, and Z worked out. Because I think that's going to produce the ultimate result. The perfect result. <laughs> or I can just take one action, like have a meeting and press play on the recorder, and then the podcast is happening. Mm-hmm. And then it'll evolve as it's happening. Because you can't predict, predict evolution, really. No, you can't. That's what this whole thing's really been about. Hey? I, I, you, you can't, can't predict as much
0: as you like to think that you can you have you have so much power to create and to experience but in terms of predicting evolution and the way that it's going to pan out it's just up to you just to be here and now and just just to take these actions and uh, that's something I've learned really recently as well which is Mm. cool to be able to share because it's just so ironic that this whole thing is about that and for me it's this direct experience from doing this particular thing Mm. And for you, for you, I think yeah, there's something fairly similar.
1: Yeah, but I guess I guess when I say you can't predict evolution, that's true in like the the micro sense, but like in the bigger picture, you can take guesses at it, right? Like you can guess at you know how your life would be if you were fully self-expressed, doing what you love. Mm. You know, for me that would look a certain way regarding my music. For you that would look a certain way regarding um doing these podcasts. And you know, connecting with a vision that's inspiring and exciting relating to our own growth and evolution is something that we can connect with, but we don't necessarily what it's going to look like at every step in the way, mm-hmm. and I think to that extent we can't predict that part of it, but we can you know tune into something that's you know a picture for ourselves where we are more evolved I think that's important if you don't have some kind of picture it seems to me
0: that it's important to have some kind of picture and idea of where you're heading and what what you're doing looks like but not being so attached to some specific way that's going to turn out that you miss opportunities and and possibilities for for further expansion Mm. because something evolution seems to be something that's constantly changing and evolving right so having a picture of like this, this big picture idea of what something's going to look and feel like is really important so that you've got something that you're
1: moving towards and mm. you're experiencing I like the feeling bit too because that brings it into your own experience right like yeah. if you can actually connect in with your um, perceived feeling of what the result would be then you're then you're actually experiencing it now even though it hasn't happened that's the whole
0: law of attraction that's what people talk about law of attraction and like one thing that's really commonly heard now that i've found is people talk about manifesting stuff like i've had conversations recently with people about everything from uh like houses they've moved into things they've like bought um uh, possibilities and opportunities with work environments and businesses and these conversations tend to have a really popular theme of like, yeah, you know, I, I just took this action and manifested the fuck out of this or I manifested this. And what they're really saying is that they they had that vision and this idea, this awareness of some possibility and they felt into like what it, what it was going to be right now and they chose to remain in that state of what it felt like to, um, to have whatever that thing is to experience it. And they chose to experience that feeling right then and there. Mm-hmm. And then of course it happened. And this is this thing that seems to commonly be construct into this potentially complex idea of the law of attraction and all these steps that you have to take it's it's just that over and over again mm. i've experienced it multiple times even with with living here you know living in this area you probably did the same thing yeah like you've you've consciously chosen this kind of environment to live in and where you're at but you didn't you didn't draw some fucking diagram of like measurements of the house and the exact location of where you're going to be in proximity to those trees and the beach you just had that that vision and you felt into what it was going to be like and then Mm -hmm. that got given to you because it um it was what you created
1: yeah focused intent modifies future probability Uh that's one way of saying it focus intent modifies future probability Mm -hmm. Mm. because the future is yet to be decided and determined it's only a probability Interesting.
0: How do you connect that to the, uh, the part of the discussion before about the flow state? Because for me, I got introduced mm-hmm. to that in terms of like there's this organic timeline uh-huh. where essentially everything's already mapped out to a degree for you, and it's up to you to discover it in your own way and, fit, and experience things and, and obviously create these mm-hmm. realities that we, that we have. How do you connect that, how do you connect those two things? Like is, is the future, do you feel part of an organic timeline that we may or may not have as much control over as we'd like to think, or is it more so something where the probabilities are, are up to you to create?
1: So with, with regards to the not having as much control as we think, I would relate, relate that to the aspect of there being a lot of randomness in this reality. Mm. Because there's so many players in this game, yeah. and we're all interacting with each other, that it's not predictable what's going to happen, and therefore, stuff happens, and then we deal with it. And in terms of, I don't really, I don't really um, connect with the timeline idea so much. If you want to get like you know really, really esoteric. Um, I would say that you know there'd be certain maybe big events that we would want to have experienced in this lifetime however because we have free will we have the choice to make any of these things happen or not happen however there might be a significantly higher probability that something will happen like you meeting the person who you end up marrying and spending your life with or you know that business partner who it's just like a miracle that it happened and you guys are doing your thing you know but but if you if you're open to the notion that we have free will then nothing can be predetermined it can't it can't be going to happen it can only be a high probability of it happening. And that's the
0: role we play is to to make it happen. Make the choice. That's interesting. See, I've had this experience where, like meeting my woman was a a case where it's even tough to put these words to it, but essentially, like, without saying it wouldn't have happened, what made it happen was our meeting was, was made possible by a couple of things. One of them was me keeping my word to something I said I would do. Um, In terms of showing up to a place, not to anybody else, just to myself. I told myself that I would go um, to this event and it was a two-day event. And when the Sunday, the the Sunday, early hours of Sunday, like 2 a.m. kind of thing rolled around, the idea of getting up at like 7 or something to go to this event was getting less and less appealing, you know. And I had this moment where I was like laying on the couch and I'd actually just done a a podcast, a a live stream with uh, my housemate and we ended up being awake until after 2 a.m., and the idea was that I was going to make this meditation at uh, like ten the next morning, uh, next day, right, uh, the same day. So within eight hours, I was going to be at this meditation. So that meant five hours sleep, maybe maximum. And uh, then I was going straight to work after that. And the idea of doing that just wasn't appealing. Sunday, I'd rather just you know sleep in and roll into work a bit later and all that. That was becoming a possibility. Like it entered my my reality of this, this possibility. Where, oh, this is an option, and it seems more comfortable. And this thing just came over me where I just felt like... I almost felt angry at myself, you know? Because I was presented with... It was really obvious that I was presented with two opportunities. And one was the easy, kind of boring mm. one. And the other one was this reality of realizing, well, yeah, you can do that, man. But if you do, you're, gonna, you're not going to do what you said you were going to do because you told yourself no one else. I told mm. myself that I would go to this event both Saturday and Sunday. And I, I actually did tell my mate that I would come for this meditation. So I did tell someone else. And... Um, the idea of not doing that and missing out on this opportunity, which all I knew it was was just an opportunity to go and maybe eat some food, hang with some people, meditate, um, was just not good enough. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna choose between having a bit more sleep and missing out on that, or missing out on a couple hours sleep and having that experience. And it was just, it wasn't an option anymore to not do it. I had this overwhelming sense of just like, the idea of not going was just like, fuck, no, man, what are you doing? It's not good enough. So I uh, ended up going and um, where I was heading with this story was that what made our meeting possible was me keeping my word to that because that's where I met my woman at that, at that event, right? And um, it was just so obvious to me after it happened that like, fuck, I made a really direct choice earlier today. That's completely affected this massive part of my life. You know, <laughs> it's completely fucked when you think about it, and it's just what you describe.
1: You're in control.
0: Yeah, completely. It's not not up to you. Well, it's, it's yeah. your like
1: you said. It is kind of like a video game. You're in control of. It. It's up to you, you how you navigate yes. it and how you play. It. It's like a video game. Yeah. You're making the choice to go this direction or go that direction, and you could go that direction and then not matter, mm. or the opportunity would have arisen somewhere else. I quite
0: think that. I do feel that there's that, that element where there's opportunities and you're given them and if you don't take them, the opportunity may present itself in another way. But it's still going to be up to you in whatever ever realm to identify that, to be aware of it, and then to take the action with it. And, um, yeah, man, for me, it was just... I became so blindingly aware that that direct choice that I made was related to me just doing something I said I was going to do and not just taking this easy option with mm-hmm. something and also um, just being open to possibilities and you know, I didn't go there with any, mm-hmm. any kind of um, expectation I just went because I said I was going to go cool things
1: happen do those. I reckon it's fun to schedule being open to possibilities yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We want it to happen yeah because we're going to be doing heaps of other shit yeah all the time
0: do you actually do this You schedule being open well I mean
1: it just reminded me of when the, the night that we met that's kind of like what I did that was the intention right really but it wasn't scheduled in advance be open to possibilities But I scheduled it in my mind for sure yeah schedule
0: schedule so, bro, I'm interested, how does this, like, was music something that was in your life for yourself personally before you kind of entered this whole, I'm not really sure what to call it, but this realm, I guess you would say, of, of this personal transformation and awareness of your being and then, like, all of this kind of thing we're talking about. Did music exist for you before that? Did it come into your life after
1: that? How did they coincide? music with that well I guess for me music was music was always there via um, family and friends and um, I guess it was always a part of my experience like kind of like what I said earlier about it being how I how I access feelings It's like for me, listening to music is what would access me with my feelings to the most when I was growing up. So as a child, as a teenager, in my 20s, all that, that's kind of the way that I connected with my feelings, like most, most successfully. And, and I liked singing, but I never thought too much about it. Um, And I watched my brother have a music career and be really, really stoked about it. Like, looking back on it, I can see that I was actually wanting it for myself, but not consciously, because the the focus was on him doing it. And, um, the way that, for me, the way that the music relates to, to personal transformation is as simple as the extent to which I free myself up and I'm able to express myself, is the extent to which I can be however I want to be. And as it turns out, I love singing and playing music. So my personal development has literally unlocked my ability to be a musician and share myself that way. Wow. It wasn't really accessible for me before that. Personal development unlocked
0: your ability to access this. Pathway musical yeah. pathway for you to be a musician.
1: It's actually that
0: simple. So you had to do the work, so to speak, to access this possibility of being who you are now.
1: Yeah, and a fun example of that for me, like in this process of the last few years, is that I realized that when, when I do make progress in my personal development and I have some breakthroughs and you know experiencing, um, seeing myself and experiencing myself evolve, And maybe I haven't played the guitar for a little while. And then I pick up the guitar, and my ability has increased. Wow. And it's not like I was playing the guitar. I wasn't practicing. However, I picked it up, and it's like, whoa, this is easier. I feel like I can give more to it, and I can express myself better than I had the last time. Wow. So was
0: was the... When, when you say it unlocked the ability for you to be this musician was it a case of after doing this personal development, transformational work that you did, or we'd begun doing, you forever doing um, was it a case of after beginning doing that that the, the being a musician thing started to happen or was there an experience where you were already like playing like you'd started, trying to, you'd started singing playing your guitar, doing that stuff but it just wasn't you weren't as able to do it until you'd done this work like, which way did it happen?
1: Uh, what do you mean by not as able? So,
0: like, were you already trying to be or being a musician? Like, were you already, like, playing guitar, singing songs, and then you did this work and it opened you up to unlocking the ability? Okay, or so did like, it happened after you'd unlocked
1: it? So, playing guitar and singing? Yeah. I wouldn't say i necessarily um, connected with wanting to be a musician. Okay. Right? Sure. Cause you know a lot you can just play your guitar and sing and have fun. So the distinction for me what is which I'm getting is my intention to become a musician. Wow, okay. So my intention to become a musician was I would say like unlocked. Like I realized that that's what I wanted. Gotcha. Through the process.
0: Right. So you were already doing the things which didn't necessarily connect you to being a musician and then through the process you unlocked the realisation
1: of uh, the possibility and the realisation of I want to be a musician. Yeah, this is what I want. But this, that's, still, like, that's still a process of like, really discovering for myself. Because I'm, not, because I'm not being a musician all day, every day, I'm being other things. So much of the time I actually forget. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I do know what you're saying. Not in relation to the
0: musician, myself, but I can connect that to my own experience. That's really interesting.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. So you did this work and it was like... Did you have an experience where it was just... It was like, fuck, this... You're already playing guitar. Mm -hmm. You're already singing. You're already around music with your family, so people that are close to you. And then you do this work and this thing just fucking pops... Like, comes to you, falls on you, whatever you want to call it. Mm. But fuck there's this possibility and opportunity for me to be a musician because that's what I want to do.
1: Mm. It was
0: a realization that you just had. Was your experience
1: of that kind of like, fuck, it's almost so obvious? Well, the most distinct realization was when I realized that I had made up, not consciously, that I couldn't write music. So I discovered that that wasn't possible for me. And I had been living as though that was the case. And I had re- that had, that had um, arisen in my relationship with my brother because I was just supportive of him and I thought he was an amazing songwriter. And maybe I explained the fact that I wasn't writing music by the fact that I can't write music because that's logically consistent. This is done unconsciously, obviously. Yeah. And so, as soon as my awareness realized that I was pretending that I couldn't write music, what became available to me was writing music. Wow! You know, as soon as you discover a blind spot, then bam, something opens up. And so, literally, as soon as I realized that I'd been pretending I couldn't write music, I started writing music it became available so i started doing it so you had to realize that you were pretending
0: that you couldn't do it to actually be aware of the, the fact that you could do it yeah and then what happened was it just an immediate transformation into this thing of taking action and writing music
1: yeah one step one step was writing down little bits and pieces that i'd had from a couple of years ago um and then somebody shows up and lives in our house who's an amazing muso who wanted to jam and we jammed and then offered me like the opening act at his gig and so I was thinking okay I'd like to play original music at this gig so I just flushed out the songs and I wrote a couple new ones so that I had an original set to play and this happened over the course of like a few months but that was kind of like yeah that was sort of the train it was like you're getting on the train and the opportunities that show up consistent with me being a musician i was started saying yes to them wow because i started to see them
0: and they were, they were, they're only there because you've chosen to see them now
1: that's now a lens that i
0: that i look through wow that's a really cool example of how so after you've chosen the now you're going to be this and that it's possible and you've started taking actions along with writing music and being a musician mm. as opposed to a dude that plays his guitar and doesn't mm. believe that he can write music someone mm. moves into your house that's a fucking musician and wants to jam yeah that's <laughs> pretty amazing that stuff is just yeah. have you had that same kind of experience with other things as well like what you know you choose to do something you set some new intention you allow something in and then
1: people start showing up in your life that are consistent with it Um, Well, I guess you in this instance, you know, like me wanting to share myself and share whatever message that I have at any point can really only be facilitated through other people being interested in me sharing that because I'm one person. Yeah. And now this opportunity has arisen where we get to do a podcast, Fuck you know?
0: I love it, (laughs) and for me, it's an opportunity as well, because it's um, this podcast doesn't exist without someone else to to. to, I like to say coverse, like because it's what we're doing, right? We're coversing, like about our stories, all these things, and uh, you know, for me, man, I feel like it's just such an amazing opportunity to uh, to share these these. Experiences that I have, you know, like everyone that I've done a podcast with, since I, since I open myself up to the possibility of like, hey, I'm I, I want to do this, I want to be whatever, you could, like a podcast or a podcast host. I I intend to put a podcast out there because it's something I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. I I'm good at facilitating them, and I'm I like having these interactions where you converse and you tell stories to people, and the concept of sharing with other people is almost the biggest part of it because. The fact that there's other people listening to this that are going to get something out of it, they're going to listen to this interaction and have some kind of little click or moment, uh-huh, or just appreciate listening to us talk and sharing stories. It's mm. it's it's informative, it's entertaining, whatever you, whatever you get out of it. To me, that's like... That's such a massive opportunity for me, mm. for you, for the people listening, for, you know, for everyone. And that's amazing. And we all have
1: a role to play. Mm. And that's just astonishing bro! It's, it's amazing yeah we can connect so easily with people yeah. we don't even know yeah it's um, there's an
0: abundance of amazing opportunities available to us that sometimes you're not even aware of and as soon as you are fuck everything just everything opens up on another mm. level that's it do you have a clear vision or or um, outlining of what your message is? Cause you just said before about you mentioned your message mm-hmm. through your music in yourself. Like do you have a clear comprehension of what your message is?
1: Um I guess I guess you could probably find it in the in in all of the song lyrics. So it wouldn't be necessarily one one message that I could be con- super concise about. Um, and I think, I think the, the, message, the message that I share is really the message for myself. That's what it is. It's like when I get something or when I learn something or discover something and then it becomes part of a song, really the value in it is for me. Because when you have an aha moment, it's a moment. And then you go on living your life, right? So, like, what's going to have you continuously connect with that aha moment? And for me, what, what works is actually having it in a nice tune that I can revisit and sing and perform. And um, there's so many of them. Wow. So, for me, it's like the song and the message is, is like a reminder for me It's a reminder of how I can be, how I can live my life, how I can be inspired, how I ought to look at things or approach things that would be productive.
0: So each song represents something significant for you in terms of evolution and growth and realization, something like that?
1: Yeah. There'd be a mixture of that mixed in with some of the actual content of the experience. So story-wise, a little bit of story mixed with a little bit of that.
0: Right, and that's what music is. See, this is really interesting for me because I've never before this really connected with what music's about. All I've really known is that I, uh, I tend to subconsciously enjoy music. And um, it's interesting because sometimes I've looked back and looked at particular songs and even just read through their lyrics and then realised afterwards, ah, oh, I can see why that stood out to me, like why I was attracted, so to speak, to that that song that artist for whatever reason and um, I've never really had any more to add to that until you start talking about how potentially for I'm guessing there's more than just yourself in terms of mus- musical uh, musicians like artists that come from that place where their music is a is a um, is a representation of something like that for them mm. and that's a really cool way to um to uh, comprehend like what music is you know for the listeners and for the the artists themselves mm-hmm. that's really cool <laughs> 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 what would you say would be um? what was your first experience with personal
1: transformation uh, I'd say um, meditation like creating a a disciplined meditative practice. Mm. And that was that was yeah, my my first experience of realizing that I can change who I am for the better. Wow. Because the the, the results were so powerful so quickly. What happened? Oh well, I just got connected with who I am without my identity. I connected with myself not with my not with how I define myself. And how I define myself and how we define ourselves is often via our relationships and the things that we do as opposed to just our pure beingness, our consciousness. Is the consciousness
0: an individual thing, this realization? Was it a a, a realization of who you are individually as consciousness or more so of what you're connected to in terms of consciousness being
1: the big picture thing that it is? Individuated unit. of consciousness yeah like who I am when I'm not getting sensory data input you know I close my eyes I'm not listening to much and allowing my um allowing thoughts to happen but you know over time and over practice it becoming uh less intrusive or less uh, less connected to thoughts than just getting to experience Mm. it gives you perspective it's like some people some people use you know certain tools to get perspective like you might have um, I don't know what they call like plant medicine Mm. or Maybe a beer or, you know, some kind of drug or something or some t- kind of, you know, really cool extreme experience like skydiving. Like, you can do something that will give you a bit of perspective on your own experience because you sort of take yourself out of your own perspective and then you can see where you were. And like you're looking back on it
0: kind of thing or you're looking at it like objectively like from a point of view of being beyond it.
1: Yeah. Have you found more than gone? Well, that's what what opportunity lies in meditation. Because you can just access it like that. You can be like, oh, it's actually not that big a deal. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Whatever it is. Oh, that's, not, oh, that's not me that's actually not me oh cool so it's a way to disconnect from those kind of things and connect with something bigger at the same time connect, connect disconnect with stuff that's actually not you but stuff that we identify with and we don't realize that we're identifying with that's the key thing have you found more than one way to access that meditative state where you're in that you're in that state um, yeah for me when I'm singing and playing music mm. that's 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 a way for me to do that um, mm. exercising as well different kinds of like, like practicing yoga mm. I've
0: noticed a distinction that I, I was able to identify between um, exercise and movement mm. and uh, I think we commonly probably talking about the same thing whenever we say either of those things but I've noticed that the movement tends to be Perhaps of more importance than whatever you would define as exercise. Like, it's more important to your body to be able to move in a functional way than it is to be able to go and exercise extremely. For example, someone that might be able to go and have an extreme workout and like exert their body on a treadmill doesn't necessarily give them the opportunity and the benefit that moving their body in a functional way would give them. And Mm -hmm. in the same sense, being able to go and have a, um, an intense physical exertion in some kind of way like riding a bike like uh, riding on a treadmill or going for a run for sure it's great to be able to do those things but there's another level to that of of the importance of the movement of your body so someone more commonly is going to be able to go and ride a bike or go for a run on a treadmill or, or on the road or whatever as opposed to the the, the degree of perhaps difficulty that's experienced in being able to move functionally, especially the way that we live these days. And i found that um, being able to find things between movement and exercise has led me to, to this, uh, this place now where I see movement as really important. You know, Yoga is not so much exercise as it is movement to me. And the Are you is, saying
1: movement is functional? Well, not all mm-hmm.
0: movement is. You can have unfunctional movement, but uh, having this focused intention on it's important for me not to exercise every day, but to move functionally every day. Okay. So
1: exercise distinct from functional movement. Yeah. Okay.
0: Because movement to me can be a variety of different
1: things, as could exercise. But when I
0: think about the movement thing, I, I, it's, I believe what's important for our bodies is to be able to move. Mm-hmm. And obviously moving functionally well with structural integrity in our bodies and you know, in a way that benefits us, such as yoga, such as anything that requires you to, to just express yourself through movement mm. is, um, is potentially more beneficial than things that you could define as exercise but not so much fall into that, that
1: realm of, of movement. Mm. I like that, express yourself through movement. Yeah. I think, I think the key is expressing yourself. Yeah, that's I mean, what's important. Who knows how that's going to look. It could look really loose. Yeah. It does. It, it commonly looks pretty loose. <laughs> with us.
0: Especially with what you do, now. Yeah. Definitely. Well, that's what we were talking about, right? Talking about looseness as being a state of being in a place of um, existence, but also it's commonly believed that your body is in a good place when you're loose, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're moving towards a, a state of being loose, which is beneficial. That's why we do yoga right? All part of the reason. Mm-hmm. You know, do yoga. To commonly, we're we're tight and uh, and neurotic, and our physiology sort of represents this. Well, it holds a lot of trauma that we experience, and, and doing things like yoga and even just expressing yourself through your words and your your actions is um. In my experience, has been beneficial to to literally loosening up.
1: That is so loose. It's fucking loose.
0: <laughs> but it's true. It's true. And. Having the ability to do that is... is That's
1: the thing, isn't it?
0: Yeah. It's important. It's so valuable. Yeah. So you're also connected to more so than... As well as being an artist, being like a musician, you're also connected to this... uh, This particularly... I'm not sure how to describe it, but you have this uh, ability and desire with teaching people and helping them to facilitate their own transformation and, uh, and you seem to have a real good ability with just helping people change their, maybe their states mm. and, and potentially their belief systems and stories about themselves, have you spent much time considering like, how these two paths are going to be connected for you or whether they're part of the same one
1: well it has to all be part of the same one it's just a matter of how what's it, gonna look like. what's it gonna look like. And I think, I think it, I think the nature of, of the lyrics that I write, can produce. Results for people. I agree. If they have a look at, it from the perspective of themselves. Because all I'm doing is sharing my own experience, right? Mm. So if somebody's listening to a song, and they connect with something that I'm sharing. Well, what I'm sharing is like a before, during, and after experience. Mm-hmm. So if they can relate to what it's like before in some way, before I realize something, and then connect with, or maybe they're already experiencing, whatever the breakdown is, and then they get to, you know, see the vision of what could be possible on the other side of it. It's like a, a doorway for them. You know, or, or at least a or at least a way to relate to something and be like oh yeah cool that's all good or oh wow this is possible in a you know whatever way relates to them mm-hmm. so i guess yeah through 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 sharing the lyrics i guess i guess what's exciting for me because i'm still pretty new in in the realm of performing what's exciting is is interacting with an audience i feel like that's a really amazing opportunity um, you know playing music is obviously what's gonna happen but there's also what happens in between songs and what happens during songs and that's like that's an, an area an opportunity that I'm excited to evolve for myself being with an audience I did I did like my first real gig about this time last year when I was in Canada at home and My experience, it was the first time that I was on stage where I felt like I could actually, I got the music side of things down. Like I had rehearsed it enough to the point that, yeah, I'm like somewhat comfortable. And as soon as I was there, what opened up for me was, okay, now I'm interacting with an audience. It wasn't just about being able to physically play the song, because that's where I was at in my evolution at that stage. Something opened up, which said that, which is that, okay, now that's sort of like behind me to some degree. Obviously, I've got to keep practicing music and evolving that. But now there's this new opportunity to interact with an audience. Go have fun, figure that out. And it was like, okay, cool. I, I share stuff, tell a little story. Um... Maybe make people laugh. Um, maybe bring like some real um, stillness to the experience. You know, so that's that's the area in the realm that is is really interesting for me, and it, for me is is the biggest area to to grow in. Is how am I going to share what I what I have to share, not just in the music, but in the way that I interact with people so this is something that
0: you have you fully immersing yourself in because it's it's consistent with how you're being on a day-to-day basis how you're interacting with people as who you are Mm -hmm. through your music like you just said when you're interacting with people while you're performing so that intention to be a musician is actually what's facilitating this whole experience of like well this requires a different state of being for me Mm. this is what it involves and I'm just going to do it because you identify all these things along the path that's what it seems like anyway
1: yeah (laughs) so loose yeah it's fun to talk about the journey as it's happening it's it's cool it's a it's like a cool landmark to be like okay yeah we're talking about this and it's actually happening and we don't really know how it's going to go you know (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how it's going to go. Landmark. It's a fun way to think about it though. It's fun to think about how it's going to go. It is. It's yeah. really fun.
0: I'm interested in your perspective on this because an experience that I've had this year has been that um, going back to what I was saying earlier about having this idea, this fucking mental idea in my head of like this is how something was going to go and, and created something without any access to... To like a flow state just an idea that i'd, I'd mentally built up in my head and started trying to play out in my life um which by the way never actually felt fun it never actually felt that empowering and it never really felt that real it was this thing that i constructed of who i needed to be and i realized only recently that i'd constructed this based on who I needed to be in order to receive what I felt that I didn't have. So what you said about being accepted by people was mm-hmm. a big part of it. For me, it was a need to, to be someone of significance for offering something to the world, right? But what I'd done is I'd put that as the most significant factor in defining who I was going to be, what I was going to do, instead of actually connecting with what do I love, what do I want to be. Like, for example, if it was you, it was I want to be a musician and that this stuff's happened because of it you've identified that you want to be a musician and then all these things have happened and opportunities have opened up for you to share these things with the people you're performing in front of, Mm. interacting with. For me, I was trying to like reverse engineer it and I was trying to create something and be something and have this idea of, okay, who and what do I need to be in order to do what I need to do? And it never really went anywhere with me. Like it it was this idea of being some kind of public figure in terms of like a personal development scene, Mm. which was actually, in a way, I found to be me distracting myself from just figuring out my own shit, like discovering who I was, Mm -hmm. what I wanted to be, and actually acknowledging the things that I wanted to be. And part of the reason was because, like what you said, I constructed this story of like, I can't be this thing that I want to be. I can't do this thing because I'm not good at it compared to maybe somebody else mm-hmm. which, is, uh, which is what sort of led me to be like okay well that's not possible so what can I be, what do I need to be in order to be all these things and um, I had this massive like aha moment only a matter of months ago where I realised like fuck that, that thing isn't actually what I'm excited about being and me trying to be that was, was causing me to be inauthentic I was trying to be I was trying to fit into this mould and me as a me as who I am is authentically is um, fitting into moulds of society and other people's things is just not something that I have the ability to, to do I have a need to be extremely original and independent as do you so for me it's been a massive process of realising like oh actually the things that you love that you want to be that you have some kind of desire to experience and express and just evolve into mm. they're the fucking things that allow you to do these things yeah. you know like it's not about, for, for even the podcast for example, I was like, okay, the podcast was like a background idea. It was something that was going to be part of who I was constructing myself to be in terms of some kind of like Tony Robbins protégé, you know, yeah. where I was going to be that. And then part of that would involve this and part of it would involve this uh, and part of that would be having a podcast. Yeah. Instead of just being, I'm ultimately inspired by doing a podcast, that's yeah. an inspiration that came to me, just act on that and these things happen acting the other things in your life that you love that you're kind of scared to fully immerse yourself in because you're too busy comparing yourself to how good other people are at them Mm. and then these things all you access that state of, of flow and you access that state of joy where you realize like fuck this is what I'm about and now I just realize that being me and doing the things that I love and being the way that I want to be that's fun is good enough and that's the only way someone said this to me that was like the only way that you can actually truly like teach transformation is by being your own example because essentially what you're wanting to do is to teach people how to live an extraordinary life yeah. that's, that they're stoked on, mm-hmm. that they're having fun. And you, you don't do that by being, okay, I'm going to be that person that just sits down and teaches everybody how to live an amazing life. You mm-hmm. fucking do it by creating that for yourself mm-hmm. and then facilitating it through whatever it is, that music, yeah. martial arts, uh, art in some other form, whatever the fuck it is. Like yeah. speaking, doing a podcast. Like... You don't become a you don't become a trend I believe you don't become a transformational speaker. You don't become a transformational speaker and transform people's lives by just being that necessarily. It's I I feel more effective to access whatever it is in your life that's going to create that for you, and then have that experience to share with people. Mm. And you seem like a really good example of someone that's done that and identified that with music. Thanks, bro welcome man. It's, it's obvious it's true yeah it's really refreshing to, um, to free yourself from these constraints of who you need to be for the world to accept you yeah and acting on inspired things
1: that's the game
0: and it's quite interesting that we quite often don't treat something that is a massive game as a game yeah. we decline from playing it and having fun with it and try and make it something else mm-hmm. when it's not
1: yep yeah. got another rule as the game if you want to play it well
0: what are the rules of the game for you?
1: what game? <laughs> <laughs> well focused intent modifies future probability that's a rule what else
0: I like things like I've experienced where um, there seems to be natural laws well there is like of cause and effect right and things like how you doing something however you however you behave in a certain way it has a direct effect on for example like what we are saying about taking actions like you can go and do this or you can go and not do it and either way, there's going, to be, there's going to be a consequence to that or an yeah. effect to that either way. Yeah. And just being aware of the fact that that's a rule that empowers you, that gives you this possibility to do whatever the fuck you want, but being yeah. aware of the fact that each direction is going to have some different kind of outcome for you. And if you can stop before you make that choice and be aware of what, what you would what you prefer in terms of your outcome and your experience, yeah. then... That's how you define, like, the choices you make.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Because you're not just sitting there giving up your power and just going, oh, "I'll let everything happen to me and whatever. You're actually consciously going to say, like, I know that I have, have different possible outcomes based on the fact that I'm the one that's going to be doing whatever the fuck it is that I'm doing or that I'm not doing.
1: hmm The feedback mechanism in this reality essentially is um, how you learn how to play the game because if you make choices that result in you feeling not good then that could be an indication that those aren't the choices to make let's say you make choices that have you feeling really joyous and fulfilled and excited then that might be an indication to keep making choices like those ones so it's like your own experience of reality is your indication like that's your your compass it's like if you pay attention to yourself like am I feeling good am I not feeling good like just awareness of self that is an indication of how things are going awareness of self yeah if you're aware of like, like I'm feeling pretty good (laughs) you know yeah I'd like to keep feeling pretty good and even better so what choices am I making are my choices am I making choices um coming from um people aren't going to like me what are my choices going to be I probably wouldn't be recording this right now with you if that was my fear maybe no Or I'm making a choice to play my music because I want to share myself and express myself and be a contribution to other people in whatever way possible. If that's my intention, then what 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 could my actions be? Well, I'll go play my music, record my music, sell my music, give it away for free, everything.
0: What's the most appealing thing, like what's the appealing vision for you?
1: What's the most appealing vision for me? Yeah. Can we go a little more specific?
0: Where are you taking the music? Like what what's going to be what what can you see that's what you want to experience moving forward?
1: I'd love to be able to interact with all different sizes of audience when I perform music. From really intimate groups to really large groups. Mm. I think that would be really fun. I've seen other people do it. <laughs> I've, watched, I've watched some legends on the stage perform for really massive groups. And it looks like so fun and so exciting. And, you know, if that becomes possible someday, I'll absolutely do it. And I also love the intimacy of being able to share and connect in... Mm in an intimate space where people can feel really connected you can feel connected in a larger space but it's just a bit of a different experience so for me um, without getting too creative why not well without trying to predict evolution too much fuck it predict it create it I'd love the opportunity to be performing at festivals. I'd love to be, the opportunity to be for performing at events. You know, whether those events are um, political in nature or celebratory in nature. I'd like to be I'd like to be amongst the vibes of what's really going on like for humanity. I want to be connected with Um, I want to be connected with what's really moving forward, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, maybe where there's lots of challenge happening. You know, what's challenge going to lead to? Growth. I want to be connected with that kind of stuff and I want to be connected to, like, the celebration and acknowledgement of, you know, Mm -hmm. our moves forward. Is that driven by wanting to have the most, the biggest impact you can possibly have whilst having fun? Uh, I know it's not so much driven by having impact, like I think I used to be a bit, but now that I'm clear that we're all actually connected, Uh. it's not so much about how much of a difference that I'm making, it's more about, am I making a difference? Wow. That's really powerful, bro. Because we can't really measure the difference that we're making. Yeah. If you, make, if you make a difference to a single person... And their world changes from that difference... How do you measure that? You can't, really. If you make a difference to a whole group of people... And it's more of a superficial difference... How do you compare those two things?
0: It seems really obvious to me from what you said that comprehending that we're all connected actually kind of almost voids the necessity to be able to... Necessity? To be able to... Marble um, Mouth fuckhead. To be able to, like, measure whatever impact you're going to have. Because if, you, if we're all connected, anything you do is having an impact, right? What kind of impact do you want to have? Not how big or how many... how, how much can you measure it just what are you going to do like everything you're doing is having an impact doing nothing has an impact mm-hmm. what kind of impact do you want to have mm-hmm. takes the pressure off doesn't it it does <laughs> you know if I could sum up like a lot of what we've spoken about in a really really simple way which for me is challenging because I like to expand things into stories just done just done <laughs> which is cool I would say that all of this takes the pressure off. All these things we've spoken about, they've all, for me, they've all come back to take the pressure off. Yeah. Because I created a thing that I, I chose to to make up about putting pressure on myself and that things had to be hard. You know, even for you, that's really what you did by saying like, like I can't write music. I'm mm. not. Uh, I'm not, you know, whatever. You put this pressure on yourself to be like, Oh well, I could write music, but, you know, it'll never be as good as you know, some other artist, so therefore I can't do it or I won't do it because it's too much pressure. Mm-hmm. Which is just, it's hilarious
1: when you think about it, hey? <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm never going to be anywhere near the best guitarists in the world. It's just not happening. It's not that important to me. What's important to me is me expressing myself with the tools that I have. Wow. That'll be unique to me. Just like the best guitarists, that's unique to them. Because that's what's really important to them. Or the best singers, same thing. Or the best dancers. I'm gonna do my best to dance as best as I can. Post on Instagram. (laughs) Post on Instagram, we did it! And I reckon that's got the most views of anything I've ever posted. The dancing video? Dancing around in in the house on Christmas morning, Mm -hmm. by far. (laughs) That's pretty loose. Yeah.
0: Interesting how important it is to be able to discover what's important to you.
1: Yeah. If we know that, then it makes our choices a lot easier. so important for me to nourish my body with food yeah good food right yeah good food really good food the best food <laughs> best
0: <sighs> I'm looking forward to doing that soon definitely it's coming time for that today yeah it might be a good way to wrap this up bro yeah bro wrap it up on that note wrap go it up on, for a wrap go nourish the bodies that's what I need mm. it's been good bro
1: yeah man thanks for doing it man thanks for having us
0: pleasure bro where can people find you
1: people can find us online under Cameron Murray music on Instagram and on SoundCloud you guys can still catch um, my soon-to-be released album which is there Oh yeah. for free at the moment until it becomes at a cost and that's where to find us. Facebook as well, Cameron Murray Music. Cameron Murray Music on Facebook. Probably not
0: Instagram, they're just videos of you dancing in your kitchen like yeah. an asshole. Awesome. Sound fair's got some good shit. Um that's one thing that we actually I meant to mention that I was can you talk about that much with your album? Like can you, can you talk about a release date yet or not so much, it's still in the works.
1: Uh, for the album, we're looking at doing um a live event launch. Um, towards the end of April on the Gold Coast. And I'm gonna tee up the online release of the music around the same time as that, just a little bit before, perhaps. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, we can put some more stuff out closer to the day about that. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. I can't wait for you guys to have the music. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. gonna be huge. Ah, <laughs> oh,
0: Cameron Martin music. Thanks, brother. Thanks, bro.